Welcome to the Walk Boldly with Jesus podcast. I am your host, Katherine Duggan. I created this podcast to inspire you to walk boldly in your Christian faith. Each weekday, I will talk about scripture and how these verses can relate to your everyday life. Spending time each day with the Word of God is a great way to fortify your faith. I'm so glad to have you along on this journey. Let's get started. The title of today's episode is God Has a Plan. The scripture verse is Acts chapter 16, verses 25 to 28. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everyone's chains came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself, because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself. We are all here. This story actually begins a few verses before this. In Acts chapter 16, verses 6 to 24, it says, Once when we were going to the place of prayer, we were met by a female slave who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune-telling. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so annoyed that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. When her owners realized that their hope of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrate and said, These men are Jews, and they are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrate ordered them to be stripped and beaten with rods. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. When he received these orders, he put them into the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. This is where our verse takes place. They have been beaten with rods and now are chained up in prison. You would think after a day like that, they would feel defeated. You would think they would be questioning God and asking him why they have to suffer so much when they are just doing what he asked them to do. You might also think that they were passed out in pain and sleeping. Is that what they were doing? No, the verse says it was midnight and they were still praying and singing hymns to God and the other prisoners were listening to them. This is something that always amazes me about the apostles and other believers in the faith, such as the saints. I am always amazed by their strength. I know that Jesus underwent extreme suffering in the 24 hours before he was crucified. He sweat drops of blood. If that's not suffering, I don't know what is. And yet, I think we can downplay it sometimes and think, well, he was fully God and fully human. So of course he can withstand it. He's God. 
However, there are countless other saints who have gone through extreme suffering and have done it with joy. Paul and Silas had just been beaten with rods, and yet they weren't questioning God. They were praising him and singing to him. This is something that I think we can hear sometimes and not pause and think about how truly amazing it is. I don't know if we glaze over it because we don't understand it or because we don't think we're capable of it. I don't know the reason, but I wanted to pause and take a moment to recognize how remarkable these two are for the way they endured their suffering. We could all learn a lot from them and how they lived, not only when times were good, but more so when times were hard. The verse says that at midnight, while they were praying and praising, they were set free. The doors opened and their chains came loose. What strikes me about this verse is that they were set free, and yet they didn't leave. They stayed there until morning when the guard woke up. What I hear the Lord saying to me about this verse is that everything he does is for the glory and the good of his kingdom. If Paul and Silas would have left at midnight, they could have escaped. However, it wouldn't have been known how they escaped. People could have said that someone broke in and freed them. God would not have gotten the glory. However, by waiting until morning, not only did they convert the guard and his whole house to believers, but they were set free and they didn't have to worry about being caught for escaping. Sometimes the things we're going through or the things others are going through make no sense to us. If we had been there in that jail cell, it would have made no sense to us that they were freed and yet they didn't leave the cell. I can't imagine sitting in that cell and just waiting for the jailer to wake up when we could have escaped and been hours away by the time he woke up. Luckily, Paul and Silas were good at listening to the Lord and trusting in him. They weren't scared in that jail cell. They were praising the Lord and trusting that the Lord would get them out of that situation. They were patient and waited on the Lord's timing, and by doing so, they saved the jailer and his whole family. Do you see how if the apostles left at midnight, they would have escaped and they would have been free? Do you also see that they didn't leave at midnight and yet they were still free? We never know how God will work things out for us. Sometimes we can only see things in black and white. We can only see two choices. For instance, we could see that if we left the cell when the door was opened, then we would be free. However, if we stayed there, then we would be stuck in jail forever. Sometimes we're so angry, upset, scared, afraid, we can't see all the possibilities. We only see the two. Sometimes we may not see all of the options because we have a limited amount of information, whereas God has all the information he would ever need. It seemed as though the apostles waited for God to tell them what to do next. They trusted that even though they didn't know what would happen next, God would take care of it. This may be the same in some circumstances in our lives too. We may not understand why God is asking us to wait it out a little longer. We know God can save us now and we don't understand why he isn't. We don't understand why we're going through all of this in the first place. 
Maybe God is using this thing you're going through to save someone else. Maybe through watching your strength in the face of your situation, someone has decided to give God a try. Maybe after watching the way you were saved from your circumstances, someone else has decided to be saved as well. We don't know what God's plan is or why he does the things he does. There is only one thing we can be sure of, and that is that God does have a plan and that he has a reason for everything. God can use all things for his glory. We may think that some things are a coincidence. However, if we look back over the last five or ten years in our life, I bet we'll see that those things we felt were coincidences were actually things that God timed out perfectly for a specific reason. It amazes me how detailed God's plan is. He has every tiny detail planned out. The next time we get tired of waiting for our suffering to be over, maybe we can remember this verse and we can pray and praise him even when we're struggling. We can remember that if he has not saved us yet, it is for a reason and that there is a greater good that's going to come from our situation. I know that doesn't always make it feel easier for us when we're in the moment. However, I felt God wanted me to share with you that even when we don't know his plan and we don't understand his plan, we should still know that he does have a plan. And it's for our good and the good of his whole church. Dear Heavenly Father, I ask that you bless all those listening to this episode today. We ask that you give us the strength of Paul and Silas when we are suffering. Lord, we ask that you give us the strength and the wisdom to pray and sing praises to you when we are suffering. Help us to know that you have a plan, even when we don't see it or understand it. Help us to know that we are never suffering in vain. You will always use our suffering for your glory. We love you, Lord, and we thank you for all you do for us. You are amazing, and we ask all of this in accordance with your will and in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey to walk boldly with Jesus. Next week's character trait is servant. How can we be more of a servant? Matthew chapter 20 verse 28 says, Just as the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. I will send out more information on this on Sunday. I look forward to seeing you again on Monday. Have a blessed weekend.